Hey, welcome to Encounter Grace. I'm Jason McKnight, and I'm here with Ben Hendricks. And today we're going to talk need and providing for needs around us. Ben, do you ever feel like you're watching TV and you need somebody to go get you some ice cream? Yeah, that's why I married Janessa. She's always a couple steps away. <laughs> always a couple of steps away. Well, Dee Dee, I think we need to move on to you. <laughs> so we're actually going to go better than ice cream on a couch while we're watching Netflix. Okay. Uh, real need, um, people in need, and uh, Dee Dee. This is Dee Dee Peel, star of stage and sound <laughs> in Eastern North Carolina and parts remote. Uh, Dee Dee, thanks for making the time to be with us. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you. We're, we're glad you're here. And um, I'm telling you, every time I drive anywhere around Greene County, Lenore County, even some farther counties, uh, I see Dee Dee's champagne-colored Toyota minivan driving around <laughs> with a trailer or without a trailer, usually with a person in it, or two or three kids a lot of times, um, always with some clothes for someone in need, some food for someone in need, connections to a place to live. Dee Dee... What is going on? Hey, it's just uh, me serving through yeah. my resources here at Grace and my friends. And it, it's just a joy to be able to uh, meet needs of those that are in need. Yeah. Um, you know, with, with mainly donations from, from folks around town and the counties. And um, I mean, isn't it true that the um, sometimes the social services call you? Oh my goodness! The social services call me. <laughs> it's so true. The uh, the high school counselors call me. The Port Authority, who is um, an agency that works with mentally handicapped children, they call me. Epic, the pregnancy mm. center. Call, yeah, there's there's several folks that call. Yeah. Uh, because you're known. You're a known quantity. That's what I was about to say. I just love the fact that like people in our community, not like. They just know you, and they quickly run to you as a resource. Mm-hmm. Like that is an unbelievable testimony, Dee Dee. Like that's incredible. Word of mouth. Well, that's true, and and legacy. Uh, yep. So let's do this, Dee Dee. Let's not. We we don't want to get. I mean, I know that you are you are coming here to talk to the listening community at Encounter Grace. You're coming under duress because you're like, yes. just let me get out there and serve. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so stop looking at the camera. Just look at Ben. He's much better looking than the camera. <laughs> I have all the good things to say, anyways. <laughs> so here's what we'll do. Let's just ask a little bit about what's going on now. Then we'll go backwards and say, well, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. And then we'll talk together a tiny little bit about um, how compassion doesn't get taken advantage of. Because I know as I've watched you and learned from you where compassion is clear-eyed. And we want to make sure that we're helping people and meeting needs, but not just what people say their needs are, but really their need of Jesus and on and on. So I know your heart is there. So we'll talk about a little bit now, then a little bit your past, and then even on to how compassion works and, and that kind of stuff. Okay. So... What's going on right now? How many people are you helping right now? Oh, gosh. What does that look like? Probably right now, uh, probably six or seven families are, are on the radar making text or phone calls mm-hmm. uh, this week. Yeah. Um, this evening, I'll meet a family to give them some food. Yeah. Um, who just a couple of days short of their, their income and just need a little bit to uh, tide yeah. them over. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, that's there a lot, isn't there? Yes. A lot of that. Yes. Well, with that, I get to try to talk to them about how to stretch your food. And if you have, you know, 
a pound of hamburger you can do a lot with a pound of hamburger you can do tacos for a whole family with a pound of hamburger that's right you know so just trying to help help teach them um, what what they can do with what they've got and and substitute a can of tuna instead of chicken in a chicken helper right you know because tuna is more accessible cheaper than chicken Mm -hmm. is right now Mm -hmm. Um, isn't that amazing so just teaching because no yeah it's not just an opportunity to serve i mean it's definitely that and you always take that but it's also an opportunity to teach as well Mm -hmm. because that knowledge really is power and that's so helpful and people don't have that knowledge yeah well yeah it's like it's passed on from your mom and your grandma sometimes that chain is broken yeah um so, so uh, helping people with food when the month gets too long. Right. Um, what are some of the other kinds of things that you find yourself doing in any week or month? Um, the um, I get calls from Guardian Care a couple times a month, and um, their main need is beds. Hmm. Um, the children going into homes have to have a bed to sleep on. They can't be sleeping on the floor. They can't be right. on an air mattress. Like in a foster home. Yeah, in a foster home. They have okay. to be on a bed. Um, uh, another family I've helped recently is um, a fire took their house. Mm-hmm. So they needed immediately clothes and food. So now they're waiting in a hotel until they find a place, and then they're going to need the furniture and the household goods. Right. So kind of just kind of waiting on them right now because they've already gotten food and clothes. Yep. So now they're kind of in a waiting period. Um, some of the folks from uh, the pregnancy center will need a crib or a car seat or clothes for a baby. Um, so we're able to help yeah. get them jump started, right? You know, and even get them hooked up with someone else whose baby is the same gender, about six months older, and get them into being able to pass them pass down. Them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's been a cool thing because then they feel like they're they're doing ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean that gravy train of a friend ahead of you passing things down like that's how we clothed our boys with a couple of older boys who had grown out but Uh the clothes were still good and yeah that that takes care of that need yeah and and that's we're just a normal middle-class family but imagine like to to track someone else into that help Mm -hmm. of giving at at the margin level That's really even that's fun. Like so, what I love is it's not just hey, let me let me throw a resource at you, but let me teach you how to make hamburger helper stretch. Right, let me right, teach you how right. to pass on your clothes to others. Mm-hmm. Let me teach you how to live mm-hmm. into human flourishing in small ways. Right, right, right. I mean, isn't that cool? Yeah, I think that's such an incredible thing. I mean. Look, you're not going to accept this, and I'm going to understand that. But like, I remember just a couple months ago, like preaching on the Good Samaritan. I'm sitting there, like, I could just show Dee Dee, walk her up on stage, and be like, "This is what it is, guys." I mean, like, it really is. Like, it's the person who sees the need and meets it. Like, you don't just throw the resource at it, and you meet them where they are, and you help them actually take steps out of that. Not just ones that are for a moment, but ones that really last. Right. right. And that is such an incredible help. Right. It, it really is. And then another thing which is very fun is the mobilizing of others to help. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And that's what's been so cool to watch. This summer, I've got uh, – I had three boys who hung with me a lot of the summer helping me deliver food and pick up and, and pick up furniture and deliver furniture and clean up the storage building and just anything. Um, and during that time, I took that opportunity to help teach these young boys – how to treat a woman, yes. how to how to act in public, you know, and that's been real cool because I see them do it. I mean, they'll they'll walk in and they'll 
hold their hand out and they'll give a firm handshake and a hi my name is how are you and and that it just melt i mean i get god bumps right now i got them uh you know it just is so cool yeah Um, and then i've had a, a, a lady who we've served over the years off and on and she called about a month ago and said miss Dee, do you know anyone who needs a meal and I said, do I know anyone who needs a meal? I said, well, I, I could probably come up with somebody. Right. You know, and, and she's like, well, you have helped us several times, and, and I'm now in a position, I'd like to help somebody. Oh, I love it. So she made a dinner, and I let her go with me to deliver it to a family wow. um, over a in joy. Arba. Yeah, so that's so cool that yep. she just didn't sit back and get, get, get. She's like, man, now I'm in a position I can give, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, oh, that, that was real. That really, really made my heart. Yeah, um, because she's living into the grace of God. Exactly. Like, I don't know if she's a believer yet or whatever, but she's living into, into the it. grace of mm-hmm. God, and that's more than the world or the self ever gives. Absolutely. Oh, Didi, I love that. Well, not only, okay, so we've focused mm-hmm. a lot on sort of those in, in uber need, but also like the, you, 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 can, you have a real ministry, like this is just for fun, you have a real ministry with several groups of kids in our right. community. Tell us a little bit about oh that. Not, those, not only those who jump around with you, but you spend one day with one right. group of kids, a couple days with others. Pick up another one. Um, there's a couple boys who, who just love to do acts of kindness. Mm. And what we do is we get granola bars, fruit snacks, bottled water, put them in the van, and we ride and we find mailmen, UPS men, mm. uh, men working on the side of the road, the men who hold the little stop-and-go signs at road construction. Yep, and yep. we'll stop the whole line of cars, and we'll give them each <laughs> a snack and a water. And, I love it. And uh, it, it, just so so many ways that these kids just love. They love to serve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. And they'll call me and say, hey, Miss Didi, you know, do you have anything to do today? I'm like, well, no, I really don't today. Today's kind of my rest day. And, right. And they're like, well, let's go do some acts of kindness. I'm like, okay, let's go do some acts of kindness. Wow. You know, so we take off and get it. our granola bars and whatever water and um, start distributing. <laughs> I just find that so it's, amazing. Like, it, I, because, and I actually was processing ben, this now. Ben's going to call you one day and say, Dee, you want to do some acts of kindness? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, like, I actually was thinking about you not, not all that long ago, and I was like, I just find this so interesting because like, you make unordinary investment, hmm. like actually obtainable through ordinary things. Right. Like that's amazing. I mean, not too long ago, and th- this can sound bad, like because we just did. Uh, maybe it was we just used it because we didn't know what to do with it. But like, there have been times in our past, and I think we all kind of have this experience with you. Where we had some stuff, we didn't know what to do with it, right. and the first call w- was to you, going mm. not because well I don't want to deal with it, so let's give it to Dee Dee. No, right. it's going. No, there's somebody out there who can use who this, it, yeah. and I don't know who that is. Yeah. I don't know how to like because I don't want to just give this to wherever or throw right. it away. Right. And you do unordinary things through really ordinary things, mm-hmm. and that's an unbelievable thing. Because mm-hmm. the truth is, I think for most of us, like life change seems like at times like it's a life away. Mm-hmm. Like it's so far from it being able to impact someone and to help them and to really make an impact. But like the really cool thing about your ministry for all of us is like you actually make it obtainable. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. through a little twin bed that we'll never use again. Right. You can it's, hand that to somebody where that's the one thing they need is. Keeps the one them thing off they the want. floor. Yeah. yeah. So and cool. gets them into a foster home. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. 
Well, Didi, where did this all come from? Let's go all the way back. I mean, how? how what? I mean, tell us about your. Where'd you grow up? Um, I'm a military brat. Okay. Um, my dad was a marine. Is a marine. I guess once you're a marine, oh, yeah, you're always a, marine. always a marine. Um, but so we traveled a lot. Okay. And um, lived in some pretty cool places: Japan and Hawaii and Michigan and California. And wow. we got to see a lot of the world. And um, I went to ECU for college and uh, was working for Domino's Pizza at the time in Greenville. And the man who owned the franchise uh, bought a franchise in Arkansas and said, come on, Dee, let's go to Arkansas. Wow. And I said, okay. <laughs> so we went out with a group of folks and, and we opened up three or four stores and renovated a couple and and uh, I, I stayed with him for a year, opening stores, getting things set yeah. up. Is that where you learned um, to drive so fast? Because 30 minutes or it's free? Exactly. It's free, man. You can't have no free pizzas. You got to put the pedal to the metal. You would have been good. You would have been good for that. I would have been great. But <laughs> uh, then after working with Domino's for that year, I um, started working for Walmart at the home office, huh, which was a really cool experience. You know, Walmart's a great company and, 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 and very humble um, mm, owners yeah. who, uh, Sam, I mean, I would see him around town and he'd be in his little pickup truck with his dog in the back. And, I love it. And he's a multimillionaire. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so that, that was a good, a good chance, mm. uh, you know, for me to, to work for that company and um, good benefits. Yeah, that's um, nice. Do all my shopping at Walmart then. <laughs> uh, but then I moved back to North Carolina, and um, shortly after I moved back, uh, I was diagnosed pseudotumor cerebri, which hmm. in easy terms is swelling on your brain. Wow. And uh, went through um, several spinal taps to try to reduce it, and that did not work. Um, so they put a shunt in my brain mm. uh, called a VP shunt, and it's there forever. I have a big knot on the side of my head. My brother-in-law calls me not head still, <laughs> <laughs> probably for other reasons too, but I do have a knot on my head. Uh, and, um, and then six or eight months later, I ended up having another shunt put into my spine. Mm. So I'm double shunted. Um, <laughs> I'm double jointed. <laughs> hey, that's almost as good. Yeah. But uh, it, it, it was a rough road in the beginning, um, and once everything kind of got evened out and leveled out and I got used to the shunts and used to what I could not do anymore and what I had to do, and, um, you know, I, I wasn't able uh, to work in a, mm -hmm. in a job, at, you know, somewhere because I was too much of a liability because I had this oh, knot sticking right. out of my head, and if I slipped and fell, it's brain surgery. <laughs> Right. You know, right. so I was too much of a liability to work. Hmm. So um, I went on disability, which gave me the opportunity to start serving. Right. You know, on the days I felt good, I could get out and serve. Mm -hmm. And on the days I didn't, I didn't have a commitment. Yeah. You know, I could just take it easy. And um, uh, and it was at that time when uh, I ran across uh, a friend of mine whose young daughter, I think she was 15, um, found out she was pregnant. And that's when my heart said, you've got the time and you've got the heart. You know, I didn't have a lot of money, right. but like Billy Hemby said, talents, treasures, 
and time. Yeah. And I had the time. And you had the talent. And I had the talent. I just didn't have the treasure. But being able to take her back and forth to appointments, hmm. um, take her back and forth to work, because she was still working. And then after she had the baby, helping her take care of the baby while she worked. Hmm. So that was a great opportunity for me, not just to help her, but of course the baby and the grandmother. Right. You know, because grandmother had to work. Yeah. To help take care of the kid, you know. And the grandma, like it's 15-year-old. Right. Like the grandma's not that old. And that child now um, mm. is 22. <laughs> so 22 years ago, or maybe 22 years and nine months ago, maybe, yeah. Yeah. I uh, started that ministry. And then I was able to kind of adopt another young lady um, who was pregnant early and kind of did the same thing with her. And the coolest thing about that is I am still a part of both those families. Yeah. I mean, I do birthdays with them. I, you know, we do stuff together. It's yes, not just yes. you helped us now and now, you know, yep. we build a relationship and and we call each other friends. Wait, that sounds like well, Jesus. <laughs> we call each other, other friends. friends. <laughs> when did you when did you meet Jesus? When did you come to Christ? Um, March the 2nd of 1998. 98. And I tease people well, I don't tease. It's kind of funny that it took brain surgery. Because <laughs> I had my first brain surgery in 97 in October. And and Rob MacArthur led me to the Lord in his living room. Wow. Uh, March 2nd of 98. Wow. Um, so that that was a cool thing. I mean, uh, Dr. Rob yes. shares the gospel with so many people. Yep. He has just got a heart. And thanks be to God. So you came to Christ March 2nd, 1998. And um, you were you were in the middle of recovering from shunt brain surgeries, surgery, mm-hmm. brain surgeries. I've always said, for as long as I've known you, I only met you in '03, so mm-hmm. not that long into your faith, but mm-hmm. already. And I didn't say it right away because I had to get to know you. But probably two years in, I'm like, oh, God can't afford to let Dee Dee work in a forty hour a week job. <laughs> That's not very. Of course, he can afford to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was just like, man, she gets more done, you know, without. Without all those poor slobs and 40, 50 hour a week jobs, you just, you're working 90 hours a week. Also, you don't sleep a lot. I do not sleep a lot because of the placement of the shunt. Yeah. It sits on the part of the brain that tells me to sleep, allows me to sleep. Um, so, so I get a whole lot done <laughs> in, in my 20, 23 hour days. <laughs> okay, 20 hour days. I'll give I'll give myself about 4 hours of sleep. And, and how do you do you force yourself just to stay there until the alarm goes? Um, just because you know your body needs it but it's boring as heck? I do. I mean, I I, I take medicine to make me go to sleep. Okay. And then when mm-hmm. I wake up, I I do just try to lay uh it usually doesn't last more than 30 minutes though, and I'm mm. up and wow. And rolling. Wow. Um, so if I fall asleep during the interview, you know, just nudge me, okay? I'll nudge you. But I am looking for a few of those pills. Do <laughs> you sleep? No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> Can't say that on air anymore. Yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll edit that out in post, huh? <laughs> so, well, well, now, one funny story about the medicine is one of the medicines um, would really make you do crazy things while you were under the medication. Oh. And I, I was taking the medicine, and I wasn't sleeping quite as much as I thought I needed to be, so I doubled up on it. Oh, no. <clears throat> so um, I started waking up, and there'd be a carton of ice cream on my kitchen table all melted where I had gotten up during the night and had ice cream. Well, one morning I wake up, 
and it's in the summertime, and I have on shorts and a t-shirt, and I am filthy. <laughs> and I'm like, what in the world? And I had mowed my yard oh, no. in my sleep oh. on this medication. <laughs> okay, at first it was really, really scary. And I called the doctor and said, don't take any more, don't take any more. Well, then some of the people start getting wind of it, and uh, I got invited over to spend the night with families because their yard needed mowed. <laughs> so that was just a funny. Uh, I, did, I didn't uh, take them up on it, though. No, I should say, but I quit it, taking the medicines instead. Yeah, they might have tried giving you three. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> two hours and the neighbors while you're at it. Uh, oh, that is great! Anyways, I did not know that one. I. <laughs> <laughs> it was scary. Now it's funny. Yeah. Well, that's why. That's why we live through these things, so we can tell stories oh later. Oh, my gosh. Man, I could have cut my foot yeah. off. Well, no doubt. Or I mean, someone I else's. I know. I could have really done some damage there at 3 o'clock in the morning mowing. You could have run over Herman's dog. Someone, yeah. Wow. Um, wow. I mean, it's hard to come back from <laughs> sleep mowing. No, sleep mowing. You're not sleep walking. Back to clear-eyed compassion. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> um, so you you started like you you had a friend, and she was pregnant, and she or she became your friend, a friend's mm-hmm. daughter. She became your friend, and 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 like how it's easy to say on a podcast. Oh yeah, now and that's how it started, but. How did you say, yeah, who else can I help? Or why, why did you say that? Why did you want to, to do that? Not that I think I have to do something to get something, or if I get something, I have to do something. But while I was going through my brain stuff, of course, my sister was beyond. I mean, she right. was at every surgery. She stayed in my room till I went to sleep at night, mm-hmm. and when I woke up, her face was the first one I saw. Mm-hmm. So she was so tremendous. And then, of course, her husband <laughs> at the time had a five-year-old kid and a newborn. Wow. wow. You know, so he had to really step up and sacrifice a lot. Um, but then the folks here at church, um, I had my own bedroom at, at Robin Paula's house. Yeah. You know, I mean, for, for months. Mm-hmm. You know, Carla and Glenn, I, I stayed with them some and... Yep. Barbara Patty. I mean, just so many people have really come alongside me and helped me. Um, Mr. Doug and Miss Kathy have gone so far above and beyond. And, you know, I'm just so thankful that all these people have stepped up to get me through my time. Um, and then once I start feeling better, but like I could function normally, I wanted to help other people. Right. I mean, I, I saw them having joy of helping me. And I'm like, well, daggone, you know, I, I want some joy here. Let me, me some of that. You know, that's, huh. and that's, that, I, I always said, I get more joy out of giving to you than what I gave to you. You huh. know, and, and even whenever families will say, oh, you'll never know how much this means to me. I've said, it means more to me. It means, you know, it, it really does. Yeah. I mean, it's such more of a joy You're right. um, to give than to get. Hmm. See, I didn't know that. I didn't know that you, the part of, your story is having so much of this modeled to you. Oh, gosh. I mean, I kind of just always thought you were like the bionic Samaritan. I'm you know, you were, I'm just yeah. obedient. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and what Ben always says is when God invites us into something, he's inviting us into something bigger. Right. When God calls right. us to do something, he's inviting into something better or bigger. Right. And you saw the joy. Oh, You're definitely. like, I want some. Absolutely. And how do you get there? Well, let me do what they did. And That's it worked, great. And it worked. Yeah, I mean, it worked. 
and, and and two of these young boys that have hung out with me this summer, they're both, they're both very strong, you know, very very well mannered. After learning, you know, some yeah, things, learning and, it, modeling um, and and the oldest one, who's fourteen, told me last Monday that that when I got too old to lift all this furniture. What's right there, and it's like, oh, <laughs> he and and this other young fellow wanted to take it over for me. Isn't that? Cool? He's like, I got two more years, and I said, well, in two years, God willing, I'll I'll turn my trailer over to you, yeah, and you can and Come you on. can take it on, and and just to see the excitement in both of those kids, yeah, I mean, they were serious. Yeah, well, let's. Do well, it. and I've got to be serious because someone. I mean, I want somebody to yeah, that's right. You know, take it, and, and they're young guys, and they they know what they're doing. Yeah, um, they've been trained. And, they've been trained and, and, and ready to well, ready to serve. And let's be part of that. Let's yeah. start that. I mean, come on, because you know we're all catching up to you, but on the, on, on the who you're helping. <laughs> She's doing more in her sleep She's, than some of us are doing. <laughs> yeah, have you ever tried moving furniture in your sleep? <laughs> no, I haven't. Actually, they did take my keys away from me at night. I had to put them in the freezer, but then I have the ice cream thing. It's like, uh, we're just going to take her keys at night so she can't drive anywhere. Because, you know. Uh, cause, yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. That is so funny. I can't believe this. I, this is a train wreck of an interview, but this is hilarious. <laughs> I can't even remember what to ask next, but I'm still thinking of you on that lawnmower. <laughs> Mowing away. Eating an ice cream cone. That's right. <laughs> Here's the question I want to know. We'll, we'll leave Jason behind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because I mean, because you're. I think you're so right. Like being able to be a part of giving to the next person mm-hmm. is a huge investment and a huge joy. Mm-hmm. So, look, we have. We, I think we have a body that here at Grace that loves to be a part of ministries that are right. just like yours. I mean, in so many different areas, just in Kinston. Right. Like how. How can the people at Grace, how can our listeners, how can people all over, how, how can they get that kind of joy? How can they invest in that level, I mean, that you're at every day? Because not everybody can leave their jobs, right? And, right. And have a brain shunt. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even mention the heart attack. I got two stents, too. But, you know, that's okay. <laughs> that's, 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 that's trivial, you know. Um, I mean, those are just heart attacks. <laughs> well, I, I, guess, I guess for folks who aren't in the church— in our church, I would hope that that if they knew, um, if they saw a need, that that they would want to go meet it. Mm-hmm. Or if they saw someone who was serving someone and they needed maybe a gas card to help them, right. you know, because a lot a lot of gas is used um, mm-hmm. picking up and delivering and and yes. and trying to to meet the families. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes they. You know, they'll call me, and, you know, her son's going to work, but she doesn't have this much gas. If you'll just meet me and give me five gallons of gas, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, but I had I had to go meet them where they were. Right. You know, so, so that, I mean, that's one thing, if you can just kind of keep an eye open. Um, for, for someone who's serving around you, that's one need that they probably will really appreciate. Um, and, and just giving yourself to, to go and load a trailer or go and unload or go and, Run to the grocery yeah. store and pick up a bag of, of necessity items, you, you know, the milk, the bread, the mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. the cold stuff mainly. Yeah. Um, you know, because we're fortunate here. We've, we've got a nice um, food pantry, and it, it stays pretty stocked. Um, we've got two freezers downstairs that keep meat and, and hot dogs, you know, yeah. different yep. kinds of meat in it and frozen vegetables. <clears throat> so we're fortunate to have that here. Um 
And it is fun when you get a bunch of people doing a doing a casserole. Exactly. Working, oh. you know, you do ten casseroles in a, a day time. or something. Exactly. Yeah. We just line them up and just mm-hmm. go through. And, and and any age can do it. But anyone, I mean, like, yeah, anyone can. It, but also, all of us, if we just have our eyes open and kind and of say, "Lord, how?" Yeah, how just kind of see them? the. Yeah. Um, see and, and consider um, the other. I think my favorite ministry um, is serving the football team. Right. Because we serve the Kinston High football team every game right here in our fellowship mm-hmm. hall. Mm-hmm. They bust the boys over after school, and we serve them a meal. And then Tom Vermillion's in charge of uh, providing a maybe 15, 20-minute devotion, mm-hmm. tying, tying football into the Bible or yep. into a real-life lesson. Life. Yep. And, um, and I really think that's – that's my favorite. Yeah. Um, we, we've done it. I think this is our fifteenth year. Um, we did it. it started here. in 07. Okay, so you're we have fifteen years. Because mm-hmm. um, we started the moment we got in this building. We did that first fall. That's right. That's right. So Easter um, of 07. But in in, in your local schools around where mm-hmm. you live, you know, is there a need there? Mm-hmm. Um, there's always a need to feed football players, whether before the game, during <laughs> the game, you know. It's true. Uh, however, yeah. Um, but that's something you can kind of just watch for. Yeah. Um, and here at Grace, just, I mean, being available, um, you know, to help mm-hmm. load or unload mm-hmm. or, you know, let's go pick up that refrigerator in Mari mm-hmm. or... Yeah. Um, yeah, there always seems to be something there's going something, on. There's um, something. And, uh, and you do a great job of reaching out to different people because uh, there's so much going on. And, you know, you'll text me and I can't always do it, but someone else will. And you're texting 38 other people at different right, times. Right, and, right. So, yeah. And um, and I've always had the help I needed. Sometimes yeah, it wasn't at the exact time, it. but but it's all worked. Um, one of the girls texted me one day and said that her her brother in law was disabled and needed boost or insure, uh, and they were caring for him totally. And it was expensive, right? I mean, they really are expensive. And if I ever ran across any, to let her know. Mm-hmm. And Jason, within 24 hours, I had a call <laughs> from a lady who had two cases of boost because her husband had just passed away. Wow. So I called her and said, I got you two cases. I mean, thanks be to God. It just is. I mean, sometimes uh-huh. it just works. I love it when I can pick up a bed or a couch and instead of taking it to the storage building, I take it to someone's house. Right. Mm-hmm. That's like the, the most joy. Yeah. You, you yep. know, just, and I'm so, so thankful for Perry Management for letting me mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. a facility a to place. store yep. the furniture in. Yep. Um, I mean, it's so good. Yeah, it is. It's, um, well, but. well, let's go to the, the, the criticisms of Compassion Ministries that we oh, okay. hear sometimes is when, Look at when, how do you know when someone's taking advantage of you? And, and I'm not saying any individuals, but in general, like right. how do we think that way? Or how have you worked through that? Oh, I've, like, yeah, cause I've, you, I've had it a couple of times. You probably have so. to learn, <laughs> learn by trial and error. Right, right, right. Um, of course, whenever they call from Epic or they call you know, yes. with a burned out family, you're pretty sure what you're doing. I mean, they need help immediately. Yeah. And, and, and pretty, you know, I pray and I pray for discernment and I have people praying for me for discernment mm-hmm. and wisdom because okay. that's, you can't just jump. I mean, I want to fix everybody. I want everybody to be happy, but you yep. can't do that. Right. Um, right. So really praying for discernment and, and wisdom. Um, and, and I'll, I mean, if they ask for food when they come, I'll, I'll like, well, you know, are, are you getting food stamps? You know, do you eat at Mary Soup Kitchen? Mm-hmm. 
yep. lunch so, every day. That's yep. that's a great meal. It's a great meal. And a lot of food. I mean, we serve out there. Our church serves out there a couple times a year, and, and that, that really is. Yep. You know, and I try to encourage them to do that. And then I've even I went to Aldi's with a girl just to show her the prices there are better. Right. I mean, they, they really are. And there Absolutely. may not be the name brand, you know, but – but it's food, mm-hmm. and you can get it cheaper. And and what you can, the different things you can do with it. Yeah. You know, the different meals you can make. I encourage them to make a menu, so they just shop for what they right. need instead of just oh, I'll take that and that. You know, maybe we'll eat that one night. But I mean, I was thinking this like Susan always has a shopping list on the corner of the fridge, uh-huh. and when we run out of something, it goes right on the shopping mm-hmm. list. Mm-hmm. And she always has a menu of what's coming up That's this right. week, so That's that she right. knows what to buy. But, like, that's a learned skill. Like, I did not know that. Yeah, you have <laughs> you to. You know, I learned it from her. Uh-huh, exactly. Um, so you're, and and yeah, sometimes so. if they'll mention, you know, why well, talk to so-and-so at, at Epic or, or somewhere else, you know, sometimes I'll even give them a call and say, you know. Right. You know, and, and, and there's been times where a person has called A, B, and C and then come to me all in two days, mm-hmm. and they've. They got a whole bunch of stuff, right? Yeah, you know, and those. So how do you it's just handle hard. that? Yeah, how well, do you how do you have to kind of cut someone off? Or? Yeah, you just next time you tell them, you know that you, if you would please use your the resources you have, mm-hmm. if you will please eat lunch at at yeah. Mary's Kitchen, mm-hmm. you know if you will try to split your food stamps up week by week and just spend that much, right. so you have some for the last week. Um, just trying to teach them. Yeah, how to make their how to make their money last um, the whole month. Right. So you're kind of holding accountable, but also extending goodwill, mm-hmm. and that's a good thing. Because and I don't, I don't ever want to tell I don't ever want a family to be hungry, right. and I don't ever want a child to sleep on the floor. Yeah. That has been since the get go. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, it's probably been eight years ago now. It had a, we had a snow. It was a <laughs> we hardly ever get snow, but yeah. it snowed. When I was talking to a family, and they had a seven-year-old boy, and uh, and and they had come to get some food, and he made some comment about sleeping on the floor. And I said, well, do you not have a bed? And he mm. says, no, ma'am, I don't. Broke my heart. Yeah. So I stood right there, and I told that young man, if I do not find you a bed before you go to bed tonight, I'm sleeping on the floor in my house. Mm. And... We found a bed, and we delivered it in the snow. It was snowing. I have pictures of it snowing and the bed going in the house. Wow. So that's that's what brings the joy. Yeah. You know, when that kid gets to sleep in a bed tonight. Amen. As cold as it was. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean. Because the floor is cold. The floor is cold. Carpeted or not, it's still going to be cold. It's drafty. It's where the drafts are. So I I try and Mm. food and clothes is the. Yeah immediate thing yeah you um, you do food and clothes a little bit of furniture but food furniture, and clothes a appliance, lot yeah you know <laughs> always a need for washing machines if anybody's got a washing machine give me a call <laughs> <laughs> got a truck got a trailer and i will come get it and you got two young boys ready <laughs> and i got boys family ready. business that's right that's right <laughs> <laughs> i love it we're gonna for, for 30 years we're gonna see Dee Dee's movers <laughs> Oh, man. Well, Didi, this is so good to just get to chat with you. Just get to, because you're always running. I am. And because you're always behind the scenes, uh, it's just really good to talk together and help others say, oh, 
oh, that's what that Tasmanian devil blur is going by. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> you know when he gets mad and he... Yeah. Spin, spin. Yeah, that's me spinning out. You're not mad. You're just yeah, spinning. I'm spinning. Yeah. Um, man, and, and I just love that. And, and we've, we've talked over the years. Like, I've said, hey, I know we, you know, someone would call the church, and I know we've helped them in the past. I haven't seen them lately. And you said, you know, we've had to just yeah. pause on them for a little while. Yeah. And that's just helpful because clear-eyed compassion. We want to help everyone we can, but we sometimes people aren't taking the help you're offering. Right. And they're they're demanding things that aren't. But 90% more, whatever, are saying, hey, thank you, they Lord. Need it. And, yeah. and then beginning to pay it forward. Right. I love seeing that. Uh, that. Yeah, that's the coolest. Man. Um, well, wanting to meet yeah. needs so that people can meet Christ. I mean, exactly. that's what you can put under Dee Dee's movers. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Thank you so much for yeah. Thanks so much for coming in today and for talking with Ben and me and keeping us on the straight and narrow. That's a job. (laughs) That is a job, Ben. Anyway, I'm I'm fine. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) We really, we really love it, Didi, and uh, everybody listening. um, It's true what Didi says. Just if you're part of Grace, well, you know, there's different things we talked about. If you're in another church. Talk in your church and get a friend and just meet some needs. And then all of us just look around when we go to the grocery store. Look around when we're driving around the uh, streets. And God will tell us who he wants us to stop in Good Samaritan. And and just Mm -hmm. neighbor is the one in need. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Dee Dee, thank you. Everybody, thank you for joining us. And we'll see you next time. This is a ministry. This is a ministry of Grace Fellowship Church in Kinston, North Carolina. Visit gracekinston.org or follow us on Facebook and Instagram.